You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode 16, all about tarot and oracle decks. Yay! Uh, We talked about both of these as being common tools used in witchcraft. So we thought we would go a little bit more into um, what they are, what the difference is between the two, um, and how that you can use them and um, pick one if you wanted to buy a deck. Or you can use both. Or you can use both. (laughs) Um, There is also something in a similar realm called angel cards, but I have absolutely no experience with angel cards because I don't work with angel spirits. I don't think Tara does either. (laughs) Nope, I do not. You're more into these than I am, although I like them. (laughs) Yes, so um, I have no experience with angel cards. We're not going to be talking about those today, but I would assume that they would be kind of specific, like to the angel spirits but along the same lines as like an oracle deck that we're going to talk about so just so you know they're out there they exist in the world so tarot and oracle decks um ultimately serve the same purpose they're both tools used for divination self-discovery and spiritual growth um but they are there are some differences between the two they are used to get answers um from the universe and guidance um but that kind of answers and guidance that they provide is different based on what type of deck you're using. So we will start with tarot because that's what most people are familiar with. Yes. They're a lot more commercially successful. Yes. So tarot decks, people think that tarot is like fortune telling and you have to be psychic to give readings, but none of that is true. Uh, They actually date back to the 14th century Europe, but we don't know exactly where they came from. But tarot is going to be all the same. So when you get a tarot deck, the, um, they are all based around a um, universal structure. They follow a fixed system. There are always 78 cards. Yes. The most common ones are based around this single deck that's called the Rider Waite Tarot Deck. And most it's the best place to start for a beginner is to look into the Rider Waite and look into... Um, getting a booklet about it or learning how to read that because most decks that come from that then are based on that structure and their cards will have similar meanings to that structure. So if you can read sort of that deck, you'll be able to read like all of the other ones that you come across. So the 78 cards that it has, um, there are two major arcana cards um, and 56 minor. And the 22 major are like if you pull them up in your deck, they're like an exclamation point. They're bigger picture. They're talk about like your long-term. Pay attention. Yes. They are calling you to pay attention. Um, You've probably seen some of these. These are like the uh, ones like sun, moon, death, tower. Those are. The hangman. um, Yes. Those are the major ones. So the 56 minor ones are like a deck of cards. So there's four suits and each suit has 14 cards. There and there are the four suits are wands, cups, swords, and coins. Guess what? Those are traditional witches' tools. <laughs> and um, yes, they are. And some of them have 
um, I think the rider weight originally is pentacles. Um, yes. So some cards use pentacles and some use coins just because people um, in modern day don't really understand pentacles. So the ones that I previously had and I used when I was younger, I had pentacles. They did not have coins. Yes. Coins is more um, modern. Yes. <laughs> Very <laughs> modern because mine were like 20 years old. And I don't think that's that old because I'm older than that. But the um, suit of wands responds to the element of fire, which is um, passion, creativity, and action. Cups is the element of water. So that um, relates to feelings, your emotional state, your imagination, Swords is the air element. So that's intellect, mental state, things that are on your mind. And pentacles slash coins is the element of earth, which is material objects, um, money, your job, um, self-image, and your external environment. And uh, how those are lined up is exactly like a deck of cards in that um, each suit is numbered ace through ten. And then you have what's called the court cards, which is the page, the knight, the queen, and the king. So it's exactly like. Literally like playing cards. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like playing cards. (laughs) So tarot is better, as opposed to oracle, is better suited for timeline questions. So if you're like, when am I going to get a raise? Because oracle decks generally aren't associated with like numbers, whereas tarot, like we just talked about, has like all of those different numbers. So you can get like a more... um, detailed timeline answer like five months from now because you got you pulled you know the five of pentacles slash coins which has to do with money and job that would indicate you're getting a raise in five months that's kind of how that works they're Um, they're a lot better for specific questions yes very specific questions are really good with tarot now oracle cards on the other hand are for more fluid answers it's a more fluid system in general all Oracle decks are completely different. They, and um, they're based on the author who created them. So um, Oracle decks are out there. You can find them pretty much anywhere. A lot of people now sell them online. Oracle decks are more, um, something that's a little more indie. So they do have like a lot of popular Oracle decks that you'll find in stores, but I think Oracle decks have risen in popularity in recent years, thanks to like Instagram and YouTube and things. So there are a lot of indie creators out there um, who have made their own Oracle decks. There are um, a lot of tarot decks too, but Oracle decks are something that's so like individual to the creator. So um, people who really wanted to get like their artwork out there and like their practice out there are able to put that into Oracle decks. So there's so much variety out there, which I think is great because I think they like look so beautiful and, um, but each one will come with an instruction booklet and you can read um, Oracle cards intuitively as well, but generally you want to read the, Um, pamphlet that comes with them in order to understand what uh, the author meant by each card and these are way more the readings are way more based on gut instinct and intuition than they are getting a definitive answer like tarot will give you so these are good open-ended cards yes so um, a lot of people do have both since these are used in completely different ways 
but they are cleansed exactly the same. So we can get into how you can use them because those things are going to be the same. So you would cleanse a deck that you pick the same way that you cleanse crystals. Very important. <laughs> Which we talked about. We told you all about crystals. Um, so when you get a new deck, you want to make sure that it is cleansed and connected with your energy. So you can pass them through the smoke of sage or palo santo that you've lit and you can use um, sunlight, moonlight, those things that we talked about. And you can also use crystals to charge them that we talked about um, clear quartz is one of those crystals that has a clear energy and can clear the energies of everything else around it. That's what I like to use. Me too. <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah. Clear and clear quartz works fast. So when you mm -hmm. are using a deck, whether you're giving, doing readings for yourself or giving readings to someone else, it's really easy to just put a clear quartz on top of the deck between each reading. And, um, what every time that you come back to it in order to cleanse the energy and get a clear reading. So that's what you want to do to start with. That's what we do when we're doing readings at Steph's house. Yes. Plop the crystal on top and then it's all clear. We are lazy. Witches. We're ready to go. <laughs> After that, it's very important that you connect um, with your deck. It's good to be, you know, in a quiet place, similar to when you are grounding and centering in order to do some sort of magical ritual. Um, you would connect with your deck in the same way in order to get a more clear reading. And then you can either do a question reading. So a question reading would be asking the deck a particular question that's on your mind or asking um, generally like about the day, week, or month ahead of you, asking the deck what you need to know, what's coming, um, or asking a specific question, you know, like, is my coworker going to be a pain in the ass today? You can ask that. <laughs> Probably already know the answer. Um, if you're that worried, yes, you know the answer. Or you can do just a general reading. So general readings are good for a year overview or like we talked about in the Sabbath ones that um, you can generally do like from Sabbath to Sabbath, get a general reading of what's going to be coming in that time frame, um, which is a good way to just get an overview and get um, an idea of what you are going to be facing coming up and the things that you need to know and the things you need to work on in yourself. So where these answers comes from is that they come from you. They come from um, things that you already know. So we've already talked about everything having an energy and a spirit and everything in this universe being connected. And that's mm -hmm. just part of it. So the cards provide an evolved awareness of what you already know deep within. They just bring it to the surface. So that is where your answer is coming from, which is why it's not fortune telling and it's not, you don't have to be psychic in order to do it. It's things that you already know. That's how you're getting your answers. You already know. Yep. Uh, and we are going to hopefully <laughs> get our shit together. <laughs> When we get our shit together, we are going to have, um, we started a YouTube channel. Woohoo! So we've posted about that on Instagram. So hopefully you've seen that. Um, but we Before do upload. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do upload every podcast to it just to like as another platform for people to find us on. But we would 
like to start offering different YouTube videos on stuff that we aren't talking about in the podcast. One of those things um, that we'd like to do is showing um, different tarot spreads and different um, Oracle card spreads to give you an idea of how you go about this um, because there are different spreads. Very different ways to do it. Yes. There are different spreads to use um, for, you know, a yearly overview or um, how like spreads for different things relating to your life. So there's like a different spread for love or for physical health, like things like that. Um, And we want to show you kind of how you could do each of those, what each of those would look like. So hopefully we are going to get that together. <laughs> but um, best of luck to us. <laughs> yes. But a good place to start if you're learning how to do spreads and want to see the different options. Um, there is a really great website called Biddy Tarot, B-I-D-D-Y. And if you want to learn how to read or commit um, those different suits and what they mean to memory, that's a really good place to learn how to do it, learn the different spreads. Um, it's just like any other subject. It's something that you study in order to get yes. better at. And um, practice. <laughs> I mean, you do have to trust your instinct when you're reading it, but if you need guidance on, you know, learning and memorizing and trusting your instinct, that's a really good website to use. There you go. <laughs> so if you do not have one, how do you pick one when you're going into a store or looking around online? So obviously with everything else that we've talked about as far as witchcraft tools, you want to use your gut instinct. Yes. You want very, to, very much so. You want to find something that you are drawn to, which can be easier to do in um, person because you can feel like the deck's energy and feel that that's going to work with you like other witchcraft tools. But you, you can also do it um, online with Oracle decks because what's really going to pull you in and speak to you is the imagery. Yes. So Especially with Oracle decks. <laughs> yeah. So that's very important because you're going to be um, looking at these different images and reading them. So you want to find something that you connect with. And I think the fun thing is that there's like so many different kinds. There's, there's a gummy bears um, tarot deck. FYI. That's amazing. I didn't know that. That's a gummy bears tarot deck. <laughs> that makes me so happy. There's also a little pony one and a Lord of the Rings. So there's something, there's absolutely something for everyone. Um, as far as you don't have to go with that traditional rider weight with its traditional imagery, you can like branch out and, and learn something new. So if you're only looking at them online, you'd still use your gut instinct to find the imagery that speaks with you that you feel like you want to work with. Um, another important thing I think to consider is price because you can't, this is one of those places that I think that you can't just go with the cheapest option because yeah, it has to speak to you. Yeah. It has to speak to you. And I feel like there's, there's a lot of work and energy that goes into a tarot deck, especially if you're buying one, um, that's not the traditional rider weight. That's something more modern, like the gummy bears one or something else. Um, because there is a lot of spiritual work that the author put into that deck and um, a, lot, a lot of physical work, a lot of, you know, artwork being drawn and things like that. And that should be reflected in the price. Yeah. And if it's not, that deck may not be accurate. Then <laughs> you might not get good readings from it because if they just threw together something cheaply, just to get it out on the market and they're not like passionate about it, they're just trying to make money, then that's not going to be a very effective deck for anyone. 
but especially not for you. (laughs) (laughs) And another way to decide if you really can't pick is to take your pendulum into the store. We do have an episode coming up next week all about pendulums, um, but we did talk about them already in traditional witchcraft tools and pendulums are another form of divination that you can, you know, ask a question and your pendulum will swing in and answer. And a good way to pick a deck in a store is to bring your pendulum with you and hold it over the decks that you're considering and it will swing in the direction of which one is going to work for you. This can also sometimes work when picking crystals or runes in the same way. Yes. So the last thing we have on our list to talk about is to let you know which decks we have, if any, in those categories. So, Tara, you're the first. So, I used to have a tarot deck, and I believe I've already mentioned the fact that I may have hurt myself on it. So, I don't use that one anymore. I am looking for a new tarot deck. I know that oracle decks can be very helpful, but my mind is not... In the same way that I had trouble grounding and centering, my mind just does not like to make leaps into the abyss. I like the fact that tarot is you ask a question, you get an answer. I like that there are maybe rules is the wrong word, but there are more guidelines on how to read them, how to lay them, all of that. The fuzzy nature of the Oracle cards (laughs) drives me bonkers, which is strange. I know when we talked about um, books of shadow and that where I really do have just a hodgepodge, not a logical thing, but I can't understand oracle cards <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just too big for me I don't think my mind can grasp how how big the universe is maybe maybe that's what it is but tarot uh is what I'm looking for that one that just speaks to me but I don't have either right now <laughs> <laughs> yes that is that's the thing about um tarot when you go for a tarot reading or something like that the cards everybody the general um, pull, like the first time somebody looks at the cards and tells you things, everyone who reads tarot is going to have the same initial reaction to the card. Um, yeah. The basic, it's a lot more solid foundation. Yes. Rules. Yes. It follows, yeah. It follows the rules. So um, between different tarot decks that have different imagery, you could get like a deeper meaning. Um, and it all depends, you know, the particular type of question that you asked um, to get like a deeper meaning to each card. But in general, you know, that, that first initial gut reaction, all those card meanings are the same across yeah. the board. So they should be. I mean, it's, it's tough in the beginning to learn 78 different cards and, and what each one means. But um, the, it's a really good basis then of being able to read any deck because all of those yeah. cards have the same meaning. Like, of course, you need to look at additional imagery and go deeper into it based on the person and the question. But in general, you get... Um, the same answer from the same card. Yeah. And and Oracle decks are like (laughs) all totally different. (laughs) Yes, completely. Um, So I have one of each. And um, if you follow us on Instagram, you have probably seen mine. Um, They are probably me. She means you have seen hers. They're beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So mine are both from a online company called the threads of fate. Um, And I have an Oracle deck and I have their um, Weaver Tarot deck. And in case you're generally wondering, um, my Tarot deck is called the Journeyer deck. And the um, Oracle deck that I have, uh, I think is called the Shadow. So 
I love both of them. They are gorgeous. And I've talked about this in other um, episodes that a lot of people, particularly based on their astrological sign, like Tara and I are Scorpios. Or I'm Scorpio, Tara's a Libra. And I like how you said Scorpios. Scorpio. And I was like, who else are you talking about? <laughs> um, we are very aesthetically driven. And I yes. make no apologies about that. So There's nothing I, wrong with that. I picked both of these cards because they're pretty. Um, they have really pretty imagery that speaks to me. They're like foiled in gold around the edges. Like they glitter in the sunlight. Like I just they think sparkle that, like a dream. I just think that they're pretty. And that's generally how I approach things in life. If I don't like the way that they look, like if they're not pretty, I'm just not going to work with them as much. But since mm-hmm. they do look so pretty, I like want to use them every day. So I really like both of my decks because I find them incredibly accurate. I just posted the other day to our Instagram um, in the stories that uh, I asked the same question of the Oracle deck and um, the Tarot deck. And I got basically the same answer because the two cards that I pulled, I pulled one from each and they were like exactly similar in how you're supposed to read them. So I don't know what I was expecting other than these decks have proven very, very accurate. I like that she says like the other day, but by the time you listen to this, it'll be like a month and a half ago. (laughs) That's probably true. (laughs) We like to record in advance. (laughs) I'm an organized person. Planner. Um, Yes. Yeah, so I find both of these very accurate, and I really enjoy both of them. Um, The way that I use them. So the Oracle deck, I actually use every single day. Um, I pull a card in the morning. I pull a card for that day. Um, My general question that I ask is, you know, what is the day going to look like? What do I need to know? going into it so you can kind of get a feel for like how the day is going to go like positively or negatively yeah um for the tarot deck i generally use it um i use it at the start of a month to get do like a bigger spread um just of what's coming kind of in each area of my life that i'm focusing on in terms of goals for this year just to kind of see how like that month is going to go pull a card for each of those. Um, I also use it from Sabbath to Sabbath. That's how I, one of the ways that I celebrate each Sabbath is to like do a reading of what's coming. Like a longer term. Yes. Longer term one. Um, and I use it, um, for the year ahead. So I don't always do this at the same time, but year ahead is generally, I mean, you can do it on, on January 1st. That's what a new year is. Um, but you can also do it either on Samhain, which is the, the witch's new year. Mm-hmm. That's when the new year starts. Um, but you can also do a year ahead on in bulk, like we talked about, because that is the reset, like refresh time. Um, so it depends on what I'm feeling when I do that. But I do usually do like a year ahead spread. I would say I do it most often on Samhain. But I was going to say you've done it. Um, yeah, I was going to say for the last few years. Um, I do give readings for other people, but just for fun. I was going to say, <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, see you and our friend Billy. Like Our friend just, Billy like... who doesn't have a choice. <laughs> yes. Um, so we do do it. And I like, I also do it on Halloween because I feel like that's like, 
like drunk meme. <laughs> I'm like, no, like tarot, tarot decks and oracle decks are real. Like I'm not, I'm not just going to like do, you know, my friend's ass was like, don't do a reading for me on a whim. Like, no, no, no. And then I get drunk and I'm like, yes, let me show you. She says that, but then she gets so paranoid that someone's going to touch her cards and mess with them that she's like, give me space. I know. <laughs> don't touch them. Don't touch them, <laughs> but I will show you them. I will show you. Yes. This is completely accurate. <laughs> that is completely my personality. Um, so yes, I know a lot of people have huge collections um, of different kinds of decks that they yes. work with because there are a lot of different decks for different um, imagery and questions. So there are decks specifically related to love. So if you, mm-hmm. you know, do a lot of readings related to love or do readings for other people related to love, there are decks specifically for that. And there's one specifically for money and things like that. Um, so people generally have like a, if this is like their chosen um, type of witch, witchcraft and really work with these um, as their preferred divination tools, some people do have a large collection of these, but those are the only two that I have. Uh, the person I know that has a huge collection of these, she actually does readings for other people. She loves it. Um, and she will bring out a collection that she feels might uh be suited to them and then they actually choose the deck that she does the reading on and she thinks that gives her a clear reading on their situation and their question oh that's smart i like that it's really nice she does an awesome job she's read for me before nice but yeah that's why she has such a large collection because she's like as the person that's reading it i'm not i shouldn't be choosing the deck for the person who's actually got the question and is seeking guidance they need to choose it so that's why she has so many she has a ton <laughs> they're all very pretty but it's like so many <laughs> i'm gonna yeah, tell I'm you sure i don't even keep one, track though. of that many but that that does make sense when she's using it for a business she's using it for business yeah plus she just has some that she only uses for herself but i don't think she has a gummy bear one i'm gonna tell her about this there's a gummy bear one i'm Fred. gonna tell her <laughs> that she's missing out <laughs> I think that is all we have for you this week on tarot and Oracle decks. If you have any questions for us, please leave us a voicemail, listen to the end to find out how to do that or ask us on Instagram and we will tell you anything that we know the answer to. But if we don't know the answer, we will direct you to someone who does. I was going to say, and we'll be honest, if we don't know the answer, we will tell you, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And if you do have a tarot or Oracle deck or angel cards, um, please share those on Instagram, take a picture and tag us. We would love to see what you have. Yes, we love to look at other people's cars to see what everyone's using. Yes, we do. That's all we have for you today. We will see you next week for episode 17, Pendulums. All right, goodbye. Follow us on Instagram. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.